0: Hey, what is up, entrepreneurs and Entrepreneurs? It is your host, Brian Lofermento, here with episode 192 of the entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, and I'm excited about today's Strategy Wednesday episode because I'm actually going to be playing for you a presentation that I did a couple of weeks ago to a large audience of location-independent entrepreneurs. It was all about the three steps that you can take to go from Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur. So this is the actual, presentation that I gave to to them. You can tune into the entire thing right now. And then on this week's featured Friday episode, you're actually going to hear the entire Q&A that I did with them. So today's episode is the presentation I did all about the three steps you can take to go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. Let's dive in.
1: Everyone, thanks for, for hanging with us. Thanks for coming on. Obviously, we appreciate. This is the third workshop that we are doing here, and uh, so if you were on the, I kind of know how this is going to work. But today, if you're on Chelsea's, we we're talking about a lot of mental, like mindset stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about some logistical, actionable stuff to get you started. Um, so thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you guys coming in. And as I mentioned to some of you who were here before. The, the one of the reasons I was so excited to bring Brian on is that to me, he does a better job than anyone else that I talked about taking all that clutter in your head and distilling it down to one, two, three things that you have to do to get started. And he's done that over, Brian was three, four years that we've known yeah. each other. Uh, We'll hop in and he'll really help me make things clear. So I'm excited for that to help um, happen to you guys as well today. So I'm excited to have Brian on. Um, As I mentioned, very few people have had as big an impact on my entrepreneurial journey as Brian has. So super excited for you guys to get to learn from him today. And if you have questions, throw it in the chat box. Casey's there. Showing some of them. I'm watching the chat box as well. So if you have questions that you think of, put them in there then we'll get to the Q&A on the second half and we really want to make it like actionable and specific to you. So if you're, if we're talking about thing in theory and you think, how does that work for me? Just give us a little bit of uh, a question, or a little bit of background and we'll go from there. So thank you guys for joining. Super excited that you're all here again. Bri, I want to turn it over to you. I think I have to make you a, hold on, I have to make you a co-host so that you could share your screen. Um, and uh, like I said, guys, I'll be here in the chat box too. So Um, Let me know if you have questions. You can chat amongst yourselves, obviously, like you've been doing the last couple um, workshops as well.
0: Cool. So Travis, dude, thanks for the introduction. And yeah, Travis said a whole bunch of good things about me. Obviously, we could all say a million good things about Travis. Travis has totally transformed my life. You're going to see it in some of the lifestyle things that I showcase in today's very short 20-ish minute workshop. And then I'll hang around and answer any and all questions that you all have. So I'm going to share my screen and we'll dive right in. Travis, when I'm sharing my screen, I won't be able to see the chat box. So if one, I freeze because spectrum Wi-Fi is not that great. Just like say something out loud so I know that I'm frozen. Will do. Or two, as I, I'll probably ask some people for real life examples of what they're working on. So if you want to monitor that and chime in with what they're typing, I'll be more than happy to weave some real examples into the workshop today.
1: Yeah, I have no problem cutting you off. I'll do that. I love talking as everyone else.
0: (laughs) All right. Just like the Celts cut off the Sixers championship hopes. (laughs) All right, everybody. But seriously, thank you all so much for coming. I mean, there are so many things you could have been doing, yet you all from all over the world are tuning in here. And that means the world to me. So in today's workshop, I'm going to show you how to go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur using three simple steps, they're so simple, you're gonna see, to go from talking about your business to actually growing a successful, profitable, and impactful business that reaches thousands or even millions of people worldwide. So first things first, who the heck am I? I'm an entrepreneur, a speaker, and an author. I host one of the top business podcasts in the world, which is called the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. My businesses have reached over three and a half million people all over the world, I've been featured all across the internet and newspapers and radio shows and TV stations. I host retreats all across the world where people pay $5,000 each to live with me and my team for a week to learn my ultimate profit model framework in layman's terms, whenever I meet people, they're just like, how do you actually make money? I've got the podcast, I've got my books, that's me holding one of my courses on a golden USB key drive there. So I've got a lot going on, and throughout this journey, I've learned that anything is possible, and hopefully you're gonna see that here today. When I was 16, I didn't know what I wanted to do, I just knew that I didn't wanna work a standard job, so I worked at CVS for two days, and then I decided to start my first business. And as a kid who always grew up playing soccer, I was always putting soccer ball-sized dents into my parents' cars, into my brother's car, and I felt so bad about it. So late one night, I saw an infomercial of this guy who was holding up those shower suction cups, and he said, these are so strong they can hold a bowling ball. So I figured, well, what if I attach that to a car and then pull really hard and it pops the dents out? So I started charging kids at school 20 bucks to pop dents out of their cars, and hey, it works. That was my first entrepreneurial dollar. Then i went to bentley university a small business school right outside of boston which is where i grew up when i was there i started my first company this picture is from like 2008 2009 that's me in the middle there with one of my roommates and another one of the guys that worked for me so i just started a soccer blog the truth is i had no clue what i was doing this is what my soccer blog looked like when we launched in 2008 literally had no clue what i was doing but by junior year the site had transformed Prem Talk got really big. I was winning awards. I was flying to England all the time. We had millions of readers. We were one of the most read soccer websites in the world. And that taught me, however much you know or however much you don't know, start today because the time passes anyways. So the story behind the story, and Travis, this is where I'm going to ask you to jump in. Type in the chat box, how, chat box, how much money do you think I made during my first six months of running Prem Talk? type in the chat box and let me know how much money you can Yeah, think
1: yeah. I, I love this. I love this. We're going to get some guesses coming in here. <laughs> I, All right. Zero, zero, zero. We have three. We have Uh, someone says 500. Hold on. Sandy says 500. Christina says 60,000. Ann says 500. Haku says 100. 30,000. None. All right. So a lot cool. of zeros. I'm loving Uh it. Some people are low. Yeah. Christina says she's an optimist. 60,000. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, so we've got... Little amounts, one big amount, and a lot of zeros. Yeah,
0: so the the real answer is, I'll be honest with you guys. It looks like I started out from humble beginnings, but I dove headfirst into this. And because I was a college student, I was working 40 hours a week on this website. I stopped going to class, and I made this my priority. So I really crushed it in my first six months. I made a whopping... in my first six months of doing business. So kudos. Did anyone guess $200? Uh,
1: I'm looking back here. We don't have, I don't think we have any 200s. We have a 300 from Michael. So that's that's pretty close. We have a few 100s. You guys are right on there.
0: So yeah. So my first six months, I made $200. And looking back on it, it's so funny to me because I realized most sane people would have quit. But for one reason or another, I persisted. I didn't know how to code. I didn't know how to monetize a website. I didn't know how to generate traffic. I didn't know how to find advertisers. There was a ton of stuff I didn't know, but what I learned is that necessity is a great teacher. So always remember that as you start your entrepreneurial journey. Necessity is a great teacher. And around that time in my life, I found this graphic where the dude on the bottom has been putting the work in, Digging, 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 and he quit before he ever found the diamonds. And the guy on top, hopefully, I mean, he's not making as quick as progress, but hopefully he makes it all the way through to the diamonds. So, Travis, you and I have seen this a million times with entrepreneurs where they put all this work in, they don't see the results yet, and then they quit right before they get those results. So, to answer your earlier question, that's in large part why I started the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Bootcamp. So, in this, the lesson I learned was most people quit, and that's your biggest advantage as an entrepreneur. So, throw some ones in the chat box if you vow today to not quit in your journey, because I'll tell you what, everybody else is going to quit. So, I wanna see. So, Carol, Neil's throwing a bunch of ones in there, Haku's throwing a bunch of ones in there, Jacob, Stewart, Donovan, Christina. Mara, heck yeah, I'm loving it. You guys don't quit because I'm telling you, most other people are going to. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So I graduated college in 2011, $80,000 in student loan debt. So I listened to my parents and I got a quote unquote good job with a fancy office. It was 22 years old. I had this fancy office. I felt like such a baller every day. There was actually a TV mounted to the wall so i felt like a really cool person but i knew that my story would be different so i ended up quitting that job just 10 months in and i started a search engine optimization agency with a friend from high school so that's the two of us sitting in my parents basement starting my seo agency and we wanted to start a agency but it sounded intimidating for us to go from zero to hundred thousand dollars We sat down, we did the math, and we decided, well, it can't be that hard. I mean, if we just get 50 people to give us 2K or 20 people to give us 5K or 10 people to give us 10K, that's $100,000. And sure enough, we did it. And fast forward to today, so that was back in 2012. Fast forward to today, I've reached millions of people worldwide, people in over 60 countries listen to my podcast. I have over 4,000 students in my programs and courses. I wake up to emails, Facebook messages, Instagram DMs texts. People find my phone number like you wouldn't believe. So I always get texts from people telling me how they've changed their lives, whether it's a 55 year old high school soccer coach who's grown a $13,000 a month business or 20 something year old making $18,000 in her second month of business. That's actually someone who read my book. She reached out to me a couple weeks ago. She made 18 K in her second month of business. And I've built the life that I've always dreamed of. And Travis is a large part of how I've done that. Here's what happened in 2014. I wrote the biggest check of my life to date. It's for $59,896.44 to pay my student loans off, which is the most liberating feeling ever. I always make the joke that Sally Mae was the most expensive girlfriend I ever had. So that was cool to pay that off. But more important than all of that, I've built the life that I dreamed of. I get to hang out with my sister when she comes to LA. I get to play tennis all over the world. Get to show my parents around Malibu. That's a picture of us from the PCH. Get to host retreats. That's a picture of my last retreat in San Diego. Get to hang out with friends from all over the world. That's Nat on the right. He's an Ironman and a sponsored triathlete. He came out to Los Angeles. We hung out on the field of Dodger Stadium. I get to go all over the world. Travis, thanks to you, I get to not pay very much for traveling all around the world. That's a picture of me in Bali looking at some cool waterfalls. Got to move to Los Angeles, California last year. So now I'm officially California dreaming. I'm obsessed with Los Angeles. I get to go to my friend's weddings all over the world. That's from Indonesia. I'm the token white guy there. That's what's up. Get to hang out with my students in real life. So that's Mitch and Sarah Lore. They're actually part of the Location Indie community. They came to visit me here in LA earlier this year. And most importantly, I get to hang out with my family. That's my parents, my brother, my sister, my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew. So with all that said, what are we doing here? I'm showing you this to show you exactly what's possible for you. I mean, if you told 19 year old me that this is what my life would look like today, how to pinch myself i'd have been like no freaking way like that's crazy because the reality is and i want you to truly understand this and travis can vouch for this he's known me for years now we actually met each other randomly at a bar in new york city which is a cool <laughs> story in its own right but i'm not anyone special i have literally just done a few very key things right whereas most people get sidetracked and i'm going to show you those th- three keys here today so these are the three simple steps that you can take to go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur now there are a lot of things you could do but these are the things that will deliver results starting today so here they are starting today step number one get your mindset right come on give me your best eye roll (laughs) put a one in the chat box if you've ever heard someone tell you you need to get your mindset right when you start a business we all hear that I want to see those ones coming in. Charles McCoy raised his hand. Look like Ryan Reynolds. Brendan, are you talking about me? Do I look like Ryan Reynolds? If so, I've never heard that one before. So I feel crazy and I'm just getting started. Yeah, you guys, I totally get it. Smashing on the ones with regards to the mindset. So let's talk about that because I know a lot of people say that. So I want to tell you about the influence it has had on my entrepreneurial career. I love all the dude in the photo with you. Okay. Yeah, Brendan, I can totally see that. So I can absolutely guarantee one thing. Your mindset is going to determine how successful or not successful you are. Business isn't complicated and the smartest people don't always make it. Entrepreneurship requires a lot of ingredients, none of which have to do with business intelligence or knowledge. Instead, Here are the things that matter. These are the real ingredients of entrepreneurship. Work ethic, delusion, you have to be delusional. I'll tell you guys what, I was delusional in 2008 when I started my soccer blog for six months. I was doing 40 hours a week and I made $200. The fact that I still kept going is only attributed to the fact that I was delusional. So you have to be delusional, you have to have faith, you have to have inspiration. You've got to have grit, consistency, caringness. You have to care so much about every single thing that you do and every single life that you touch. You have to have fearlessness, trust, belief, discipline, personal responsibility, productivity, efficiency, simplicity, excellence. If you do all those things and you know nothing about business, you will make it. So I want to introduce you to a concept that Seth Godin calls the Walk to Cleveland. And he says that if you and I wanted to walk to Cleveland today, so if I wanted to walk to Cleveland, I Google mapped it from Los Angeles, and I would just start walking east. And you could see it's going to take me 767 hours. It's so over <laughs> 2,300 miles. So all I can do today, obviously I'm not going to complete that, all I can do is start walking east. And I'm going to get 20 miles closer to Cleveland today. Then I'm going to go to sleep somewhere. Now, tomorrow when I wake up, I have a decision to make. I can start walking again, or I can quit. So let's say I start walking, I'm gonna be 20 miles closer to Cleveland. The next day I wake up again, and I have a decision to make. Do I want to start walking again? Now, this is so important because it illustrates the idea that you have to start every single day. Now, I'm willing to bet a whole Heck of a lot of you in the chat box right now have started working on a business before. This probably isn't your first rodeo, or you've started trying to build a location-independent lifestyle. But the problem is, it's not that you didn't know that you were doing, it's not that you weren't willing to put the work in, it's just that you didn't start again the next day. Entrepreneurship is a series of starting every single day. So that's why I point out the walk to Cleveland. You also have to be aware of the dip. So this is another Seth Godin concept. And when you start out anything, you make really quick progress. If I started trying to learn how to play the guitar today, I'll make some really quick progress. I'm not going to be great, but I'll make quick progress. But then you hit a wall where more effort doesn't yield more results. And that's what's called the dip. Because here's the tricky thing about progress. Progress hides itself to see how patient you are and how bad you want it. If I did the world's most intense, let's say, ab workout today, guess what I'm going to look like tomorrow? The exact same. So that's why I love the quote, judge each day not by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you sow. So the lesson here, step number one, is start every single day. Get your mindset right. That becomes much easier when you're in an environment that encourages you to flourish. You really are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Lately, I've been fascinated with so many scientific studies that they're doing about this. And they've concluded that obesity is contagious, so the reason why they say that is because if you wanna know how much you're gonna weigh, if you wanna know how active your lifestyle is gonna be, if you wanna know how much money you're gonna make, if you wanna know what your attitude's gonna be like, just look at the five people you spend the most time with. Now, when it comes to people, humans are my favorite topic in the world, haters will threaten your success. So as part of getting your mindset right, I wanna recognize the two types of haters. There's people who are genuine haters, but you have to realize they're not hating on you. They're just hating on themselves and you are a representation of everything they hate about themselves. So for every single one of you who's going about this journey to start a business, to travel more, to live a location, independent lifestyle, people are going to try to make you feel not great about that. And they're going to try to knock you down. And it's not because of you. It's because you are making them question their own life decisions. So when people are hating on you, they're actually hating on a version of themselves. So Dane says people project their own emotions of inadequacy. Absolutely spot on, Dane. Love that you recognize that. So that's the first type of haters. The second type of haters might be more dangerous to your journey. And you have to be aware of these. It almost stopped stopped my journey when I was in my early 20s. And those are well-wishing haters. These are your parents, your family, your closest friends. And sometimes they'll try to knock you back and be like, are you sure you want to do that? But they're well-wishing haters. They're only saying those things because they want the best for you. And they're scared of your path, so they try to get you to play it safe. Now, when that happens, as entrepreneurs, we have to be strong enough and wise enough to be able to say, hey, I totally hear you. I appreciate the fact that you care about me, but I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be epic. So don't let any of this stop you. Find your inspiration, remain positive, and be with people who lift you up and light you up. And if you want your daily dose of me in your headphones, here's a shameless plug. You can always listen to my podcast. It's three days a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can listen to it at entrepreneurshow.com iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur. And Casey, thank you for dropping that link in the chat box. So step number two, decide on the who. Now we're actually talking about some real business strategy. So no matter where you are in your business journey, even if you're just starting out, you do not need a business idea. Business ideas are worthless and they are a dime a dozen. So Googled it and I found this website entrepreneur.com says here's a list of 55 business ideas So Travis, I just want to make sure you guys can still hear me. I can Yep, yeah, you're back. All right, cool So you don't need a business idea You need a business that meets the following criteria it needs to be something you're passionate about something you enjoy Something that improves people's lives something that is profitable something that is sustainable And the way you do that is not by focusing on coming up with a business idea. The most successful and profitable businesses all have one thing in common. And that thing, successful businesses, they all serve people. So I am obsessed with building customer-centric businesses. That means that when you sit down, and this is an actionable thing for you to do today. So when you sit down to think about your business and what you wanna do, Put your customer at the heart of it. Then you can build your products and your services and your marketing and your sales process and your messaging and your pricing around your customer. So it starts not with your business, but it starts first with your customer. That means literally everything you do in your business, from how you package it to how you price it. Like here's Heinz ketchup, for example. On the left, it's a glass bottle. On the right, It's an upside down plastic bottle so that the ketchup's always waiting to come out and you can just squeeze it. The one on the left is product centric. When Heinz sat down, they were like, oh, this is going to be so great. It's going to look cool. It's a really nice form factor. It's not very user friendly. The plastic bottle that you can squeeze is customer centric. When you think about your business from a customer centric point of view, it takes the pressure off of you because you no longer need to have the perfect business idea. Instead, you can hone in on your customer and let them dictate everything you need to do. And you do this by always asking yourself one question. And that question always is, who do I want to serve? Always ask yourself that. This is your biggest homework assignment from today's workshop. Ask yourself, who do I want to serve? And then build your business around the people you want to serve. All of your business questions can be answered most people and they say, oh I want to sell t-shirts, oh I want to sell wallets, oh, I want to start a web design agency. There's all these different things they want to do when in reality it should start with your customer because these questions can't be answered by you. You can't answer, what should I sell? You can't answer how much should I charge? What should my marketing say? Where should I be advertising? What social media platforms should I be using? What should my logo look like? What should my website look like? You can't answer those questions. Just ask yourself, what do the people I serve need? What do they need me to sell? How much should I be charging them? What do they need my marketing to say? What do they need my advertising to say and do? What social media platforms are they already on where they'll see me? This is why I love doing business. Every single day I wake up and I ask myself, what do I need to do to serve Josh? So Josh is the person I serve. So he's my customer avatar. It's not a real life person, but it feels like a real life person. Josh is 26, he's got $50,000 in student loan debt. He makes $65,000 a year. He's always wanted to start a business. He's tried before, but he always quits every single time he does. So I know all these things about Josh. So when I wake up in the morning, I just ask myself, what does Josh need? So I don't come up with any original ideas on my own. Josh dictates everything he dictates what products and courses I make he dictates what podcast episodes I record It's taken all the pressure off of me when people always ask me they're like, oh my gosh How do you come up with three new podcast episodes a week? The answer is I just tune into what josh needs so cassie have you heard of thought of or Have you heard or thought that your ideal customer is likely yourself? Cassie, absolutely. In most cases, your ideal customer is a former version of yourself. Nadine says, mind-blowing. I love the fact that this is resonating with you guys. Always think about your business from your customer's standpoint. And I'm gonna take it a step further right now with step number three. So once you've figured out who it is that you serve, figure out your core offer. I'm gonna say something that shouldn't be earth-shattering, but for most entrepreneurs, this makes all the difference. You must be selling something. So if you've been working on your business, you must be selling something. If you're not selling something, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. Businesses make money, and in order to make money, you need to have something that people pay for. Now that thing that you sell can take many shapes. And it's important to set your business up in a way that serves your customers and clients while also complementing the lifestyle that you want. Now, I love simple math. I always think simple math should help you shape your offer. When it comes to creating your offer, you get to make a very important decision that will impact the scalability and profitability of your business. You could play the volume game or the high ticket game. Now, the volume game is where you sell something that is inexpensive because you plan on selling a lot of it, like selling $20 t-shirts. You need to sell 5,000 t-shirts to make 100K. Now, the high ticket game is where you sell something that is expensive knowing that you'll need fewer customers and you want to provide a premium product or service. For example, if you sell a $997 online course, you only need 100 sales to make $100,000. Now, making $100,000 is not complicated. It's just simple math. You could do 500 sales at 200 bucks, 100 sales at a grand, 50 sales at 2K, 20 sales at 5K. One of my online programs sells for $4,000. So every 25 people who buy that program, I make $100,000. So it's very easy when you embrace simple math. Now, there are many different types of offers that you could sell. You could sell products or services or coaching or consulting, but they're not all created equally and not all of them make sense for everyone. Yeah, Casey says simple math is my favorite type of math. Me too. If I can do it in my head, that's simple enough for me. So this is why you need to do all the homework on your ideal customer that I just talked about in step number two. Because if you serve billionaires... They don't want a video course about how to build a website for their business, but a cash-strapped mom and pops business might. So the way you serve a billionaire is very different from the way you serve a mom and pops business. If you serve high school soccer coaches, that's very different than how you would serve professional soccer coaches. So this is where you come in after you make that decision of who you want to serve. Then you get to choose what sort of product or service you want to offer, and you get to make sure it's something that lights you up. I mean, you're an entrepreneur now, so choose something that gets you excited. Don't become a slave to your own business. If you don't like logistics and processes, don't sell a physical product. If you don't like working with people, don't offer a service that requires you to work with them. If you don't like holding other people accountable, don't offer coaching. If you don't like answering emails or being on your phone all the time, don't offer consulting. Build your business around the people that you serve in a way that complements your ideal lifestyle. Now, there are eight main types of offers. So dive into module three of the Your Six Figure Offer inside the bootcamp. You've got it inside the Paradise Pack. So none of this stuff that I'm going over here today is stuff that you won't find inside the bootcamp. So inside module three, you'll see some real life examples from some of my students and just other businesses that you can mimic and learn from. In there, I've got a t-shirt business that made $200,000 in their first year, consulting business that made 800K in their first year, someone who makes multiple six figures, just teaching people how to DJ. It's one of the coolest businesses I've ever seen. My own $25,000 in one week retreat model and so many more examples. Now, here's where we take your ideal customer to the next step. And we really combine it with your core offer. So your offer should be dictated by your results in advance timeline. Now, I don't know anyone else on the internet who teaches this concept. I learned it many, many years ago. I have no clue from where, but I'm forever indebted to wherever it is that I learned that. So the results in advance timeline is the most powerful. Full tool in mind of your ideal customer. It's going to dictate your offering and your entire marketing strategy. It is literally that important. So, the results and advanced timeline is a timeline of obstacles and results that your ideal customer's journey consists of, both previous and future. So, here's how you make it you just draw a horizontal line. I'm going to bust the pen out right now. It's always dangerous when I do this. You never know how this artwork is going to come out. But you draw a horizontal line. And then you actually start at the end. You start with point B and you write down what is the result that your ideal customer is looking for. Then you write down where they are now. So that's point A. Then what you do is you plot out all the different obstacles standing between them and that result. It might be three, it might be 20. So you plot out exactly what stands between them and that result. Now, really, if you think about it, What I like to do is I force people to do this and I say, boom, you just showed me what you need to sell to them in order to get them to the result that they're looking for. That dictates your entire offering. So plot out everything that stands between them and that result. And what also happens when you do this is you want to put it in order, because your prospects are only focused on the challenge or obstacle that's right in front of them. If your marketing focuses around an obstacle that's further down the line, it will not resonate. And I see people make this mistake all the time. Imagine if I came on to today's workshop and I told you how to scale from 250K to 1 million in revenue a year. You're you're all gonna tune out. It's gonna be the most boring workshop of your life. It could have extremely valuable information, but it's not relevant to you because you're not there yet. So put the work in, figure out your prospects results in advanced timeline so you can talk to them where they are. Now, most people don't do this, so they end up talking about hurdles that are further down the line. No one's thinking about that yet. They're only worried about getting over the wall that's directly in front of them. Now, we need to anticipate what obstacle they'll have tomorrow so that we can diversify our offerings to give solutions to those problems as well. Now, these things that I shared with you here in this workshop, these really are the building blocks. They seem simple, but I'm willing to bet not many people have gone through and done this exact work. Step one, get your mindset right. Step two, identify who you serve. Step three, based on that work, create your core offer. Use the results in advanced timeline. Here's what we didn't talk about in this workshop. Facebook hacks, Instagram followers, how to get YouTube subscribers, designing the perfect logo. We didn't talk about any of those things. Why? Because business is simple. Have something that people want and need and sell it to them. Get 200 people to give you $500 and you make 100K or get 500 people to give you 200 bucks, or 1000 people to give you 100 bucks. You're small, we're all small. I love being a solo entrepreneur. Use that to your advantage. Use that to your advantage. You don't have infinite resources. So spend your time on revenue generating activities. If you do this stuff, if you really focus on who you serve and your offer, and you go out and sell it to them, a month from now, you can have made your first 10K. So I'm in your corner now. Don't be shy. Reach out to me. My email address is hello at I just mailed out a ton of copies of my book to Paradise Packers from all over the world. So if you haven't gotten your copy yet, just go to thewantrepreneurbook.com. Tune into my podcast at thewantrepreneurshow.com. I'm excited. I'm going to stick around for any and all questions. So don't be shy about popping them into the chat box. I'm going to take a sip of water. Travis. Let me know what's been going on in the chat box. And yeah, we'll jump into questions. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.